Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the one, the only, knee-slapping K-pop podcast. It is your girl, Maria. Not completely flying solo, but I am here with the one, the only, the one of the best collectors of K-R&B and K-hip-hop and some other Korean music of all time. K-music every day, short for, with K-me for short. Hello, K-me. How are you? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. My name's uh, KME. Yeah. Or, my, my real name's Derek, but everyone just calls me KME, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you have been on the internet for a hot minute making playlists through SoundCloud, a couple other avenues. You've been releasing some music and giving out music recommendations. Uh, yeah, you, you're you just a great inspiration for me back in my early days of discovering music, conveniently due to joining multiple Somehow multiple discords, actually, now that I think about it. I'm in multiple discords. Am I active in most of them? Except for one? Not really, but, you know, that's how life works out, I guess. But <laughs> um, <laughs> great to have you on board for this special episode of the podcast. Um, as some of you who have been listening for a long time know, I have been doing a yearly kind of K-hip-hop, K-R&B, and some other Korean-type music that's not K-pop or trot or ballads review each and every year. I did do them with Satsi. Uh, this year, Satsi, uh, I guess in our conversation, she said that she didn't want to, uh, or uh, she didn't, um, how do I say it best? She she didn't uh, feel comfortable because she didn't listen to as much K-hip-hop or K-R&B as, as, this, as in the past year as she did previously. But you know what? That's a-okay. We still love you, Satsi. Thank you for being our longest running special guest. Appreciate you, girl, for the foundation that we set up. Uh, but this year we managed to actually get, well, we as in me, myself, and I, I guess. Because <laughs> it's me running running these episodes, to be honest. Because Kayla and Sammy uh, respectfully do not listen to K-hip-hop or K-R&B as much in their spare time. That's not their niche. And that's A-okay. You know, we, we bond over the pop stuff. And, you know, I love that for us. Um, but, you know, it's great to have a guest like Kami come in who does know the scene, has followed the scene for a long time. Uh, in the background, and it has helped me and some other uh, Discord homies as well, like, keep up to date with me- releases and stuff. It's greatly appreciated, at least on my end. Uh, I'm, and I keep name-dropping you, so I feel like, <laughs> in, like, previous episodes, I feel like I have to... Um, I should... It was about time we included you, if you wanted to do so, um, of course. But, uh, so glad to have you here, Kami, Derek, however you want to be uh, preferred, called by. <laughs> Kami is fine, but yeah, appreciate it, uh... Yeah, you've always been really receptive to like um, a lot of the stuff I I post on like Discord and all that. So um, it's always nice to have someone else that um, is into the the same stuff because it's pretty niche. Um, like Korean it's music, very niche. And, yeah, <laughs> Korean music in general. But like even when you get down to like the R and B and then uh, hip hop and then even further into like the indie alternative electronic stuff, it's it's it, there's not a lot of people that you can really <laughs> who share the same. Uh, I guess, enthusiasm for it. So appreciate exactly. you for that one. Oh, thank you. I, I try. Um, But to be honest, though, it's like one of those things that's like, I feel like if you're going to know about that sort of stuff, generally you're Korean yourself. And it's like, you want to listen to what maybe you're from abroad and, or from elsewhere. And you want to listen to what the motherland got going on music wise in your, you know, in your parents' language or something like that. Or, you know, like you're not going to run into too many people into the other stuff outside of K-pop. 
in like in real life for the most part. And if they do, usually I feel like it's a comedy. They like usually cut. It's usually like a combination. They like the K-pop stuff, but they also found a way to branch out too. Because oh, maybe so and so's favorite collaborated with someone, and they just so happen to like their music all of a sudden, which. I kind of secretly hope is the case with some of the BTS collabs. I I hope it's being I my <laughs> I don't think it's been, I don't think it's converted as many people, but I hope that it's at least opened the doors to some K-pop fans to at least maybe check out be willing to check out some other music coming out of Korea that's not like you know ballads or idol group pop or even individual pop artists from the country. But uh, you know. That's why I like doing these yearly little lists of reviews so it's easier for people to get into to be like, okay, what came out this past year? What did you like? And I can check it out myself too over over the course of time. Um, and with that, shall we get started, as always, with the K-Indie, alternative rock, rock, electronic, the whatever category. That's not the R&B and not the hip-hop category. In this case, we'll cover both singles, like individual single albums, just singles off of albums, and then albums and EPs. And that will be the same way, too, for the KRNV stuff and the hip-hop stuff. Then we'll go ahead and eventually cover some notable news topics. And then I think we'll have some bonus conversations, too, because there's one in particular. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear from KME that I think must be recorded. The people, I think, need to know. It needs to be put on record, even though it didn't technically happen in 2023. It happened a year prior, <laughs> but I think it needs to be on record, in my opinion. And I know that Kayla and uh, Sammy would love to hear and have that on record as well. So, all right. We shall get started then with, of course, the indie side, the alt-rock, whatever, electronic side of things. Starting off with Nell, uh, Beauty of Acceptance, Wanderer, and Moonflower, which were all singles they released last year. It's Nell. I love Nell. Um, I don't know how much Nell you've listened to, Kami, but like for me, Nell's kind of like a comforting blanket. I go back to them a lot uh, back in uh, because they were like the very, I think they were like the first indie band act I got into back in the day. Didn't realize how successful they were back in like 2008 and stuff like that. But either way, love their music. Very, I mean, it's very, I think it's, I would say melancholy. A lot of it's kind of sad, mm -hmm. but like comforting sad. Kind of like, you know, it's okay. We're going through it, you know, kind of deal. So like, I always love when I go back to their music because it's just kind of like, it's very comforting. It's very much like, okay, you get what I'm going through. I appreciate you <laughs> kind of music. And it's their singles this year were kind of like that for me. So I'm happy to have heard from them again. Uh, Yaren Peck, uh, formerly, uh, what is it? 15 and off of, uh, JYP. She's been doing a lot in recent years. Um, this year she released a few singles at the beginning of the year only. I, th I think unless she did something later with her band later on in the year, which I don't think she did if I remember correctly, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. But her singles, uh, fucking new year and big world definitely set off 2023 for me in a good way. Uh, and I just like her, I guess, uh, style of, I'm trying, like, style of rock and pop that she's experimented with over the years, both the rock side mainly through her band, um, the volunteers, and then, um, also, which actually is funny, she's taken a page off of, um, what's her name, uh, Soyun? Soyun? She almost, almost took a page off of Soyun, being hmm. the individual artist yourself and then have a band. I've noticed Right, that. right. I'm like, I'm wondering if that was the inspiration right there, but who knows. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I love Yaren. I just love her music. I go back to it constantly, even if her English might not be the most 
grammatically correct that she likes <laughs> to use in songs. But you know, she, you know, it it's character. It builds character. <laughs> but I love it. Um, and then another one, Iso Saladays. Fun, fun, fun. Love this. Uh. What was the term again you mentioned earlier about the song trip triple was it tripulation remix the yeah. am I saying it right yeah I, I guess like kind of like a interpolation or a interpolation. Sam- sample she basically samples it but also is kind of recreating the song um yes from a herbie, humming urban stereo which is I think is the same name salad days um but mm. she kind of I guess modernizes the content and all that of a, of the song and and speeds it up a little bit so more tiktok friendly and it's really great i mean that's one way see you gotta game the system sometimes to get your music out there so she's smart in that regard <laughs> i like that even even though i personally do not care for tiktok at all i i, I yeah i don't <laughs> I, I i end up still getting tiktok on my feed anyways thanks to instagram and reddit and probably probably youtube as well you know the videos end up on my feed somewhere so i still end up consuming tiktok content just i don't intentionally go into the app uh, that's a whole the story for another day, but like, anyways, I, I get, I get the side hustle. I get what you got to do. Uh, but she, in the process, she makes a great song out of it too, which is very much appreciated. Um, and I think it's genius production. Um, I think I mentioned Arrow earlier, um, also came me, um, you, you, you recommended this song. I saw it in the Instagram video. Um, was it Gary, Gary V? No, not Gary V. Um, Gary D. Derek I'm trying G. to remember his name. All right. There we go. Yeah. Yes, Derek G. Derek G. Yeah. yeah shout out him. <laughs> uh, I'm in his Discord, so um, I I like shared it in like one of the recommendation channels, I think, or something. And uh, I guess he took a liking to it, and then he, he enjoyed the story more too, because I think he knew of the 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 Hus song before. So yeah, it was pretty cool. He shouted me out on his uh, Instagram, I think Instagram Reel or something like that. Because I think he could. It was his Instagram it. Reel. I was okay. like, oh my god. You did it. Yeah, I think you did it, it, it was blocked on like TikTok or something. So <laughs> he did it on the Oh, of course. Oh, of course. I mean, again, boo, TikTok, boo. But that's just my opinion, <laughs> of course. Don't come for me. Um, don't come for me. Don't come for me. Um, was it Bido? Um, whoever Bite Dance, don't come for me, Bite Dance, whoever <laughs> owns that. I, I forget. It's, it's somehow it's connected to the CCP, so who cares at the end of the day? Anyways. <laughs> um, moving on from that. Uh love Iso Saladay, so moving on but moving on uh we got next on here silica gel Ooh, good one kme so why this one for you popped off oh yeah so um this one is uh tic tac talk featuring soyun of uh Seisonen, uh by silica gel uh one of my favorite bands that's been around quite a while uh they released last year at the right at the end uh an album but we'll we'll probably talk about that later um but this song was actually my song of the year that I chose for like my KME end of the year stuff. Um, Yay! Just a, yeah, just a really great um, straight up rock song. Um, I, I think it's very pop friendly, but it's a very it's like six minutes long, and the last four, three and a half or four minutes is actually just a one long guitar solo. Um, and so I thought that was really awesome. You don't really see that much more in, um, I guess. Uh, a lot of solid you don't see like guitar solos a lot nowadays so i don't know it's, it's just one of those songs where like i once i heard it i was just mind blown and then it just kept replaying it replaying it so they really released it as a single and then it came out on their album that they released later on in the year um but yeah I, when i was choosing my song of the year um it was down to a couple but this one kind of stood out for 
just for being a great song, uh, just I think in the first half, and then that that crazy um, guitar solo near the end is awesome. Yeah, no, it's nice to see because if you if you have consumed our content in the past, Kami, as in like the the knee slapping K-pop content, if you have once in a while, it's okay if you haven't, but <laughs> if if you or anyone else has. Um, you would know that our group definitely loves our idol bands. Uh, we definitely do love our idol bands. But I also, besides the pop bands, really enjoy a nice band and some dope rock once in a while. I don't always have the craving for rock, but when I do, I appreciate bands like Silica Gel and also just just for pushing the boundaries in music, um, and mainly the boundaries in Korea, because I think... And not to say that there aren't artists on the English-speaking side of things that do music like this, because there probably is, but you don't really... I don't know how much in terms of Korea does the type of rock that Silica Gel does as often. No doubt there's prob- they have probably a few contemporaries that do. But I appreciate bands that, like, give us, like, a dope-ass guitar solo and just good features and just solid all around. So, like, Silica Gel... Uh, I, I'm glad because I never really got into them prior to like this past year, but you kept on posting about them. And I'm just like, yeah, they good. They good. They know what the hell they doing. And I <laughs> love that. I love that shit. But yeah, no, it, it makes sense to me. It perfectly makes sense why they would be your favorite. It, it screams you, honestly. Um, so, yeah, it's, good. it's an awesome choice. And then uh, we got a couple more as well on the list. Uh, about four more. So. Uh, so the next one I have on there is uh, a song called Bapi by uh, an artist named The Deep. She's like a independent. Um, originally started doing a lot of kind of R and B ish stuff, and and electronic um, kind of style, like electronic style R and B. But now she's fully kind of doing a lot of uh, different electronic type stuff. Um, this is a, I don't know. I guess you can kind of say. Like a house, a housey track, uh, very danceable. Um, but yeah, she's been doing. She she kind of blew up this past year. She's been doing a lot of stuff on like TikTok and Twitter, and um, I think she got picked up quite a bit um, from the 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 Twitter page New Group Promoter, and so she kind of mm. blew up on that. So I see her reposting on there all the time. But yeah, just a really fun song. She had this one. Uh, there was another great song she released called. Um, Oh my god, I'm blinking on it. Uh, but it was another kind of like UK garage type song. Oh, Sensitive Cat was the name of that song. Okay. Yeah, so uh, both those are really good, but this one was kind of really stood out. It was just a really great um, kind of housey track. And uh, I remember too, <laughs> because she was being promoted on New Group Promoter, so that's mainly a, a K-pop for like uh, lesser known, uh, primarily girl groups and, and, and female artists. Um they should. I, I would like for them to promote the boys more, but I think there's a. There might be a separate Twitter page for that, but yeah, just <laughs> I, 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 I do. I do appre- I, I want the love spread around in the K-pop sphere of things because sometimes <laughs> it's very girl group focused. Right. But, yeah, I noticed yeah. that they only post a lot of the uh, uh, female and girl groups. So, um, but yeah, so she got posted on there. But and I remember too, like she was <laughs> getting put on a lot of like uh, K-pop uh, playlists and like. Uh, pages twitter pages and all that and she was like no this is like a house <laughs> like this is korean house like, like a, a i am pop i'm 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 electronic girl yeah, do yeah. not loop me in with <laughs> she's like no i am not i'm not that girl <laughs> but she, it, it, it kind of <laughs> makes sense that. it kind of makes sense because she's kind of it, it's very pop friendly uh in terms of like sound like, yeah it's very accessible um but it's still you know still stays true to like the house sound so that's really cool and um yeah i really like that song 
That's dope. I, I, did I miss, I think I might've missed listening to this one, but I have to check it out. Cause I, I love me my dope house stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah. Cause there's, there's always a few things I slip between the cracks. This is one of them. I'm pretty sure it happens. Cause I, I, I honestly wasn't paying attention too much to the, um, internet K-pop side of things this past year because life, um, <laughs> and getting older, I guess. And, uh, making choices of what you want to pay attention to. But I do try to pay attention to releases. It's pretty much the main thing. It's like releases, sometimes watching a performance and then music. Because uh, it's, just, it's just easier for me to consume with that. Yeah, uh, I, I feel Especially you. with, it's it's always harder with work um, for me to listen to certain things. But anyways, moving along, uh, we got... Okay, for the next Nar. one I got, uh, yeah, Nar. I, I I'm not sure exactly how you say it, but that's how I've been saying it. It's stylized all under uh, all lowercase n a a r and then a period. Um, Just like how they say it in Australia, Nar. Nar. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Nar. I think. Um, oh God, I feel like Australians <laughs> would hate me for saying that. But I mean, to be honest, it's how they sound saying no. Not gonna be. Not gonna lie. It's always weird that they don't hear it. But um, <laughs> so truly, uh, the, song, the song the song is called Party Monster. Um, it's a really dope song. Uh, that I really like. It's very different. It's kind of almost like um, just vocal is for the first uh few minutes of the track. Um, it's just his his vocals and uh almost like just maybe synth strings in the back, so almost a cappella. And then it just kind of slowly builds into this really crazy, um, for the last 30 seconds of the track, like a drum and bass drop. Um, and it's really great. He He's a fairly new artist, um, he, and he's kind of mysterious. I don't think he shows his face. Like, in his music videos, he doesn't show his face. He has oh, a one cover. of those. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know much about <laughs> him besides these two songs he dropped this year. But uh, he's a new artist. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what label he's on. Um, I think... I don't I don't want to say the wrong label but um yeah I, I just really it just really struck struck a chord with me um on this song and he has another song called Weirdo that's really great um but I just really liked how unique this one was um did you get a chance to listen to this one Did I I don't oh did I it's kind of I don't think I did unfortunately so i'm yeah. adding that to the pile as well cool, um yeah. of things maria needs to listen to right away but <laughs> i will say if you describe him mysterious the quote um i spice i'm not a regular artist is what it sounds like to me <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> so to quote ice spice oh god <laughs> how much i've liked ice spice this year it's kind of funny um to go off on a quick side tangent um someone in my personal life uh, met, asked me if Ice Spice was part of Space Girls, and I'm like, no, <laughs> oh my god, no. I I can look. To be fair, I can see where they're coming from. I can it see. It makes sense. It makes sense. But she, I, I was like, I think she was born after they were popular. Sorry to say. Right. right. <laughs> she's very young. Well, she's not very young. She's an adult. But like comparatively, I'm pretty sure she was born in like 2000 or 2001. Like so, like she's she's younger than me. And I think by that point, the Spice Girls were mo either they were like near the end of their career anyways, because I think it was like really like 1996, 99, 97, 98, 99, they were popular. And she's not British. So <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm like, I could see the connection because Ice Spice, Posh Spice, Sporty Spice, Ginger Spice, and the other two who I forget. Um, someone's going to remind me probably. But, you know, I could see, I could see where you're coming from. But no, <laughs> she was not that pop at all. 
<laughs> but it's just super funny <laughs> on that side tangent. But I mean, but honestly, but you know what is? I actually I was gonna try to int- go and transition smoothly, but I can't. Um, but another song that I love that I'm so happy she's getting her flowers for Peggy Goo. It goes like na na na. Let's go. Oh hey. my god. Oh my god. My brother. My brother who goes who actually is almost done with school. Shout out to my bro uh, if he ever hears this. But he, oh my God, he messaged me like, hey, have you heard of Peggy Goo? I was just like, she's that popular? I checked Spotify. Oh my God, it's on the viral charts. It's this, it's charting here. I'm like, oh my God, she's getting it. Because my brother, otherwise I'm just like, Grant, how do you know her? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or my brother, uh, cute. But anyways, um, oh my God, I'm so happy she got the success with, no 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 i'm so freaking happy for her uh she does great like house like music and she she's a workaholic too she i see her constantly traveling touring plugging her merch so like this is great i'm i'm so excited anyways um yeah <laughs> i i'm i could go on like a tangent all day about peggy you well, i love her stuff i remember when you first dropped like oh what was it um you know that song yeah i'm trying yeah. to remember the name of it um that was like 2020 i think i want to say 2019 2020 she dropped that and since then i've like constantly kept up with her and i'm like oh my god this is so good yeah so she, so so good yeah she's great um and i like you like you said she kind of finally blew up i mean she's been a popular dj producer uh for mm-hmm. quite a while now but yeah the reason I, I I like this song is just it it was just kind of it, it was literally like the song of the summer this year um as played out as that that term is um mm-hmm. you just heard it everywhere and it it's one of those ones where you know she she definitely she's never really existed inside the quote unquote Korean music sphere um mm-hmm. but she's very big into the like rave and house uh like dance music scene. And uh yeah, just a really fun song. It was really catchy. Um uh yeah, I loved it. And you know, she gets a lot of flack too because she's also a, a a very good looking woman that posts like, you know, on, on Instagram um and, and does like marketing deals and stuff like that too. So it, it you know, the the usual stuff for like a, a lot of uh women DJs get that. Um but you know, that's just haters and, and dumb men but um that's that's the internet for you it's right. inevitable once you get popular enough there's there's always going to be someone in the corner either a bot or someone just trolling or someone just i don't know stupidly being fixated on you negatively for some reason i feel like that's just kind of the inevitable right at this point in time yeah so it's, unfortunately she has to deal with a lot of that but yeah shout out to her um really really great song that this like i said took over the the summer this season Ah, oh, so good. So, so, so good. And then uh, one more single we got. I think this one, I, I don't think I was able... Was I able to listen to this one? I I might have, but I've forgotten what it sounds like. But KME, you can take this one away, I think. Sure. Um, For, for this last one, I got uh, uh, a song called Knowledge Addict uh, by a singer named Scion. Um, I feel like he's somewhat known outside. Like, he's kind of a... Uh independent uh ish r&b i, I don't want to say in the bank because he's on a, a pretty decent label um mm-hmm. i want to say it's uh mommy son label 
Beautiful Noise. Oh, okay, okay. I think, I think that's the one he's on. He's on one of those. Um, that's so it's not really independent, but he. I know he got some. Uh, he got pretty popular in previous years. I, he featured on um someone's song. I want to say Don Malik. Um, showing the money. Um, showing the money. Eleven. I want to say. Um, and he just has a really unique kind of singing voice. It, it goes from like almost like speaking like a regular speaking voice um it's really kind of lower and, and monotone but also he can get really high in in his notes and stuff like that and i just really like the song it has a great music video um it's just one of those ones that i i kind of unexpectedly because listen to a lot of his stuff I, i'm it's not really my favorite like sound or, or type of music but this one really stuck out uh for me so and i think he has a a, a decent um ability to cross over into maybe like the k-pop audience so maybe more like your guys's audience uh for the normal content so i think i think uh if you haven't heard of him and you're a fan of like k-pop or like uh, k-pop uh singers that are more r&b-ish or like indie sounding uh he'll definitely be up your alley gotcha yeah yeah if i remember correctly i think it was a good i remember liking it but I think I think there were other like standouts for me for the year, if I remember correctly. Um, but you know, I, I think good crossover songs is a good way to um to get started when you do these sort of things. So thank you for that recommendation. And now moving on to albums and EPs for these guys. Uh first up, very coy bunny, now or never. Uh really and I really enjoyed her um her uh her singles, um, I think it was a couple years ago, two or three years ago, I think, um, that were like, I got, got me hooked. I think you, probably most likely you posted them in the Discord, Cammy, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is great. I love it. Female guitar, rock, pseudo rock people, singers, love it. Uh, this album she released this year, yeah, very, very much that rock, um, sound, uh, how do I want to say it? Not like a progressive rock, but like a very palpable rock that's not K-pop band rock sound, but still very good nonetheless. Um, like a step in between that, which I appreciate. So also I think would be a nice um, artist to check out as well. Uh, now or Never, a uh, solid album release. Uh, really enjoyed that. Uh, next one, I think, you know what? Considering they're your favorite, they have your favorite single of the year, I feel like you should talk about next one, KMA, because I think, I think you need to, I think, I think you should be the one to carry the torch on the next one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny because we have a lot of crossover on this uh, section, so. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, we've talked about them earlier. It's uh, Silica Gel, and they released an album called Power Andre in 99. Um, released it right at the end of the year like on the 20th of december so um but a lot of the songs on there they released as singles in the year 2023 and 2022 before that um so a lot of the, the album you kind of heard before but yeah just another it's their first album since 2016 their first album was that and then they they just kind of did eps and singles since then um yeah just it's it's it's, it's crazy how much they've come because from the earlier stuff is very weird and, and experimental. This one, I think they released um, a, a project that's both accessible, but still stays true to that weirdness and experimentalism. Um, just a great, like I said, we talked about it before, uh, great rock band. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, just can't. They're they're easily one of my, if not my favorite band, um, in the Korean music scene, and yeah, I just love it. They a lot of great songs in there, like Mercurial, um, the one we spoke before about uh, Tic Tac Talk. Yeah, just a lot of you know great guitar, um, cool vocals. Uh, I know this. I haven't been able to really dig deep into the lyrical content and and concept of album, of the album, but I know it's it's basically a concept album. Um, mm-hmm. the like power Andre is like a boy that's kind of I think like a almost like a Pinocchio real boy kind of thing, um, going on there. So I know that that story carries on throughout, but I just haven't been able to uh, dig that deep in it. But yeah, check out their music videos. Really, really sick. Uh, visuals they they've been known for that um kind of as a visual uh visual artist uh that's really great on like music festivals so they they've they've kind of popped off this year um which is really cool c- considering their music is not uh it, it's gotten a lot more pub general public f- friendly but surprisingly you know this group has gotten the popular gotten as popular as they have with the sound that they're doing so um but yeah what, what did you what did you think about this album Oh, this album was great. Uh, fantastic. Um, let's see. I'm like kind of basic. So like, I like Realize a lot. I like No Pain. Uh, TikTok Talk, obviously, really good album. Uh, yeah, the, con- the, the the thing with the conceptual stuff is, is that's always hard because they it comes down to translation. So unless you know Korean very right, well, right. they don't always get these groups like when you go this niche translated, unless you know someone who can help with that, who is willing to help with that. So it... it I, I don't know how you're going to find... I, I don't know how, what you do to find out that kind of information, but honestly, more power to you, Kami. <laughs> <laughs> more power to you, because definitely not easy. Uh, because usually, of course, when it comes to translations of songs and stuff, they're going to usually do it for the pop artists. Shocker. That's where most of the well-known group's music is from Korea, so they're going to probably translate that, most likely. Uh, you don't see too many for, I feel, I feel, there probably are, there's probably some that exist, but you don't see them too much for the other Korean music branches as much, uh, mainly because, again, the outside uh, fandom or just, like, interest in that from the outside world outside of Korea is smaller. So, uh, obviously, they don't cater to that part as much, but... um. That, that, I can see the Pinocchio influence because the name Power Andre 99 sounds like a name of like a toy, except, you know, it's giving more cyborg or robot, if you will. Right, right. Um, which would make sense, uh, given, I think, given like what I heard off this album. I'm like, yeah, that, that gives the vibe. That gives the vibe a little bit. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed this album. Uh, this was great. No, no, I'm just like. <laughs> let's recommend this one to everyone like please listen to this this is great great yeah. music just go go listen uh have fun with that and then on to the next one um who i think is pushing boundaries in the pop sound i'd say and i think you might agree with me pop um electronic sound sifica oh sifica um gosh i think i remember her when did i first hear her feature i think it was on some crushy p I think it was when I first heard Sifika mm. and then and you kept introducing her music. Um, and then uh, she released Ion this year. Um, I think it's been a hot minute since she released an album too. Same thing with Silica Gel, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe this is her first album. I'm trying to remember. Um, no, this isn't her first album, is it? Um, I don't think. I know she released a couple before that, but they're mainly okay, yeah. EP length. So I think they're just, so it might be her first uh, 
full full length full on album. Okay, so this might be her first. But yeah, also fantastic solid album, really experimental. Um of the ones that I would recommend off of this album, at least for me, uh let's see here. Um I do like Melody. I like uh think Giant Lion Nebula yeah, I'll go with those few. Um, I'll go with those few. But a solid release in general. I like I like it when it's more of a consistent kind of sound throughout. And Ion is giving more that like it's giving more that science sound. <laughs> Maybe if you name an album Ion, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's giving that vibe. But um, yeah, Sifika is cool. Sifika is cool. Um, she she just continuously puts out very interesting stuff to me. Uh, what did you feel about this one, Kami? Uh, yeah, same thing. It was it's really great i love sifika for quite a while um i just checked up she did have a, a album in 2020 called H- hana so i forgot about that one okay um, there we go so, so second, second second album yeah, then. second album yeah um okay. but yeah this one's off oh, great it came out earlier in the year um and was absolutely until the album of the year that i gave uh was my album of the year um for for mo- uh, prim- primarily like the first half of the year uh, just because mm-hmm. it was just the one album that I, I can listen through. I, I just put it on, uh, listen to front to back, which is very rare for me on albums. I usually just listen through once and then kind of pick and choose my favorite songs or shuffle it. Um, but yeah, really great stuff. She's one of the best um, electronic music um, artists in the Korean scene. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, she's just really great. Uh, my favorites on here are Make Me Cry um your eyes uh which is kind of like a double time techno techno track um yeah that's another thing i love about this album like it, it, each song is kind of a different style um it doesn't really keep the same it's not the same kind of like uh, she does some like very like balladies she does switch of, it up a lot right right some are like really fast techno songs or like housey tracks or just even just like a electronic instrumental uh, but then she has like um, like melody, which is kind of basically a a a ballad. Um, mm-hmm. So really, really great stuff. Um, I really hope to see her live one day. I, I missed my chance when she came through a couple years ah. back. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, so I really want to see her live performance uh, one day because she's just really great. So yeah, check out this album. I, it's one of my favorites. Definitely top top five, top three of the year, maybe. Love that. I, I yeah, it's a it's a it's a really great release. Um, I guess I guess the similarness between the songs for me, I think, is because it's like it's, it's like I could tell it's her style, right? Like right, there's yeah. just some like subtle thread that connects them all together for me. That I'm kind of just like, okay, yeah, this is all, I know it's her, but she does she executes it wonderfully, honestly. Yeah, and that's always great and when then, you have an artist that can do that, where they can try a bunch of different things. Um. Suman's another great artist that's like that, where you can you can hear True. you can she she does so many different types of al- uh so, types of songs, um and, and and genres and stuff like that. But you can always tell it's a Sifika song or, or a Suman song. So, um, those are always the best artists that can play around, but they still have a signature sound. Oh yeah, like excellent, excellent sound. Um, and now uh, going on to our, I like to call this the RM Alley <laughs> because. <laughs> R- 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 Clout Alley, because my god, did RM just for him featuring on a couple on like singles for both of these two album 
releases uh, helped drive up the attention to these guys so much, all because of one pop artist. Um, well, I guess technically he's pop, even though he's a rapper. I know, I know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but, you know, I do, I do, I will say, I am glad he recognizes the attention he gets and is like, you know what? Let's use that attention for good and feature on some other artists that I like so then people can go listen to their stuff and then they can hopefully get some more coin and attention. I appreciate that. Or I'm looking out for for the other the other part of the music industry. I appreciate that about RM. So thank you, RM. Um, thank you. And thank you also, RM, for being one of the better idol rappers in the industry. Thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. But anyways, the first of these groups would have to be Soyun, so Soyun, sorry, Soyun herself. Um, also is the lead, uh, the main singer in the band Saisonyun. Highly recommend that band as well. Please check them out. Um, but we are talking about her... I want to say it's her first. No, it's it's her second album. Sorry, because I remember her first album was the weird creature baby on the front. Right. I remember that. I remember looking at that, going, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> this one does not have a weird creature baby on the front album. Don't worry, it's just people sitting in a room near a couch or something, a la you know, art artsy fartsy magazine cover shoot style. You know, it, it's given that vibe. Um, this is for her. Uh, sec, I guess second album release, episode one, dot, dot, love, which makes me think that there's probably going to be an episode two, watch it be called hate or something else like that. Um, I hope there is an episode two of this, uh, because this was just fantastic. Besides, of course, let's just get out of the way. Smoke, smoke, Sprite, solid track. Great that she got a bunch of success with this. Um, RM did feature. Did RM need to feature? I don't know, but you know what? Um, I don't say it as a bad thing. He was just, he was there. He didn't take away from the song though, which is a good thing. Uh, could, could it be argued that RM needed to be there? Eh, I don't know, but you know what? He To me, he didn't take away from it. Um, I don't know if he greatly, I say this as a big BTS fan, by the way, just to put that out there for people. I don't know if he greatly enhanced the song, but I don't think it was a complete, it wasn't a deterrent for me. So I think he was a solid feature which you know hope for the best um but uh this was a great track in other and in, in, in of itself and i'm glad so you got a crap ton of uh well a lot more attention uh, out of it so i'm really happy for her for that and i actually really do like the track as well um what else do i love in this album i like i like canada a lot uh love um uh love in parentheses a secret visitor um let's see and uh I like Bad a lot too as well. I think those are the standouts for me. Mm. Um, again, So Yoon's great. I, it took me a little bit to make the connection though. I think it was, I think it was like either last year or this year I finally made the connection of, oh shit, she's the main lead in Say Sonia. No wonder why they sound familiar. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit slow to the party. Apparently I was on top of Yaren Peck and her band, but I wasn't on top of this one. Embarrassing, but you know, it is what it is. But this is a great album as well. Fantastic. Your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, just to kind of echo the, a lot of the same thoughts you had. It's really great. I think some of my favorite tracks on there are Till the Sun Goes Up. Um, that's kind of like a, almost like a city pop-ish groove type, type song. Um, and then like you mentioned Love uh, featuring Park Ji-yoon, which is, she's an OG. So that was on my, one of my, mm -hmm. my short list for songs of the year because I really, really love that one. Um, just really, yeah, really great stuff. Soyeon's just great. Um, like you said, lead singer of Say So None, which I actually got to see them in concert last year. Finally, oh, um, jealous. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Really, <laughs> really great show. She didn't. I don't think she. 
she didn't play much of her own so i think maybe one of her solo songs um which is cool because it kind of focused more on the band aspect um but yeah they blew up really crazy um they've been gaining popularity in the last couple years but definitely with the rm feature a lot and then people learning about soyun and then learning oh dang she's part of this band uh, definitely skyrocketed. So, um, shout out to oh, yeah. shout out to RM because uh, even with the show that they played in LA that I went to, they had a smaller venue that sold out like super quick, and then they had to actually get uh, a bigger venue uh, in like downtown Hollywood. So that was really cool. Oh my god, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, and when I was like surprised, like when I went to the the concert, like the the line was around the like going to, like two blocks. It was crazy. Um, so definitely, you know well-deserved uh, uh popularity and attention they're getting so uh, but yeah really great album uh was on my short list for album of the year um and yeah can't say can't say uh, enough good things about it awesome sauce all right and then moving on to the next one of the um rm clout influence we got bali tiger with january never dies oh i guess it doesn't apparently not it just keeps going january <laughs> just keeps going apparently um Pauline Tiger, oh my goodness. I rem- and I'm pretty sure, again, Kami, your fault, um, in a good way. Um, uh, you posting, I think it was Armadillo, I'm pretty sure. And I was just like, oh shit, what is this? Okay, bless. I need, a- this was back in like, I want to say 2019, if I'm not mistaken. So this was a while ago too. Yeah, around there, 2018, 2019. 2018, came out. yeah. And I remember I just was hooked on since then, paying attention to Baldwin Tiger and their members and their activities and stuff like that they uh, the some of the members the um the ones that are the the, the like the vocal i guess you could say the, the vocal recording artist members of bombing tiger because it's a collective it has um they got they got producers they got other artists you know the vocalists and they got you know probably some other i'm not quite sure what the other people do but you know that's the gist of it excuse me yeah. and um they finally released a full-length album and it's great i love it <laughs> I'm happy. It does include the Sexy Nukem single featuring RM. RM uh, also does great on this track. Um, and I th- I like that. I actually think he does help enhance the track in this one. not Because um, it, it adds like another type of rapper to the track. Uh, and it, it's just it's just a cool, cool song as well. I like the music video for this. Uh, and then, um, and of course, there's a couple other singles they released prior that are included in this uh, release. Um, which one is it? I think it's Trust Yourself in particular. Um, what other mm-hmm. songs do I like from here? Uh, Burry, Burt, Booty, Booty, I think is how you say it. Um, yeah. What else do I like? Uh, Riot, uh, Scumbag, and uh, yeah, those are my recommendations. Um, yeah, it, it, this this group um, features quite a few people. Um, let's see. Um, there's... um. Oh, what's his face? The one with the green hair. There's um she left AOMG. Uh not not the one with the green hair. There's the one with the green hair. There's the one that left AOMG. There's um was it is it mud what what am I thinking? Why am I thinking Mud 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 the student? Sorry, mud. Green hair is Omega Sapien. There we go. Um a- AOMG is uh she left just left AOMG last yeah. year, uh Sogum. And then and Mud the Student. I, of course, I Mud remember the student, Mud the yeah. Student's name. I'm like, so groom and Omega Sapien. <laughs> I'm like, God, I'm losing my mind here today. Great. Forgetting everything. And then they have another, they have another vocalist called BJ Wonjun. Yes. Yeah. Mud. Yeah. It's, a, it's all, they're all great. 
all fantastic. Um, they really <laughs> add their different types of personalities and just vocal flares into uh, these releases, and it's it creates something very unique and I think wonderful. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, really great album. It was it came out later in the year, um like maybe like October or something like that, and yeah, it was on my album of the year shortlist. Um, just like you said, it's with the RM on there. It, they definitely got uh, a lot of attention with that. I think that single came out in 2022, um, but I I know it put a lot of eyes on them. So and they they definitely capitalized on that. Uh, they also market themselves as like an alternative K-pop group, which I really love, um, both in concept and and as just like a general marketing technique. Because you when they do interviews, it's kind of like the headline like alt k-pop group so it's, it's pretty genius they're they, they've been pretty genius with all their 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 activities and, and and creative endeavors um yeah been a big fan of them since as long as i can remember oh yeah um, basically yeah just they've always done great stuff uh they've kind of over the past years they went and a lot of them did their own solo stuff um sogam at aomg omega sapien putting out a couple of eps and, and singles and whatnot but this is cool because it's first their first studio album uh, that they put as put out together as a whole collective. So really great. Um, definitely recommend it. There's like there's like punk rock songs on there. There's uh, like yeah, booty booty is like a fun dance track that had that just came out with a really cool music video. Um, yeah, really great uh, from Balmy Tiger. I uh, can't wait to see them do more stuff collective like as a collective because uh, individually the parts are are, are really great and um, but when they're all put together it just make it's it's magical so really great stuff um yeah can't say uh enough good things about bombing tiger i know love them love them so much and then um actually the next one we got a final one is a group that actually is like a music producer that i actually have heard of but i didn't really dive into this album as much this year so i'm gonna let you take this one away kma sure because i actually yeah, like sure their I'll... stuff they're pretty experimental yeah, yeah, they're really dope. Uh, so it's Hypnosis Therapy. Um, they're a, yeah, like you said, an experimental kind of electronic hip-hop group uh, collab between rapper Zhang Yu and uh, producer J-Flow. Uh, this is their second album. They, they released their first one in 2022 uh, together. And this is kind of like the, uh, the follow-up. Uh, the album is called Psilocybin. And uh, that's like probably a perfect name for the the type of music they put out because <laughs> it's like when you're listening to it, it's like an electronic acid trip. Um, <laughs> it's like you feel like mushrooms and shit. Honestly, um, that, really... that's what it felt like. I'm like now I understand those people who get high off of mushrooms finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. You can see the track list too. You can probably guess from that, but yeah, uh, really great. Uh, they got Jackie Y as a feature on here. Oh yeah, that's um, right. I saw that. Yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, tracks. They got um, uh, one of the lead singles called Jungno is is probably one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, if you like like drum and bass and like techno music, it's really great. They Jung Yu is probably the perfect rapper to be on these tracks because he his style is very experimental and just flows. A lot of times when you get electronic music and rap, uh, sometimes they can clash and that doesn't sound right. But this is it's a perfect uh, marriage between the two uh, sounds. So um yeah check it out if you're into if you're feeling adventurous and uh their first album was really great too so if you really like this one um yeah check them out hypnosis therapy all right and then moving on to our k r&b singles 
All right, finally, we got actually a first one. One of my personal favorites, Moon Soo Jin, Never Let Me Go. Ooh, this was classy. Love that. Love this so much. This was great. <laughs> uh, it's Moon Soo Jin. Yeah, really? I, 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 I don't have any complaints. I'm kind of, I just, I just love practically everything she puts out. Whether it's more basic, whether it's not as basic, I just love her stuff. She's great. She's great. <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. And that's and that, that's basically what this is. It's a very basic, straightforward R and B song. Um, uh, Never let me go. Uh, she put out an English and a Korean version, um, and I listened to both like like really crazy. I think in terms of the R and B stuff, that's on my last FM numbers. It's my most played track uh, between the two versions. And yeah, I just yeah, she like you said, great either way. She can make really great simple R and B tracks that sound amazing, and then she can also you're really good on like uh uh like a hip hop uh grime or like drum and bass oh yeah uh, she's great on, on those tracks oh my god yeah she's, she's like, just like all it. around yeah all around just great talent she yeah i'm waiting for her to put out like at least a full she hasn't she, i think she only releases like singles and and double singles on like she's not she like did that. one ep she did a couple singles i I don't know if it's her label <laughs> that's being really stringent, or maybe she's just tough on herself with the music. Mm. Who knows? Either or, because Mir- what's her? What was she on? Is she under still like what is it? Mirror, mirror, not mirror ball. Um, what am I thinking? Who is million, it? She, she million. She she million market. There under, we go. Yeah, million market, which yeah. is like I think pretty much a dead label now. That's, I think I think they're under uh, still SM, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I wonder if the SM influence is kind of like. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, you can. I think that's definitely a part because I know a lot of artists have left that label, and then I noticed that her last couple of releases don't have Million Market as a thing. So, <laughs> but there was never an announcement, and she still shows up on their like page. Um, hmm. I'm not sure how that how that's working, but uh, hopefully she gets out because <laughs> like another artist that was on there, Giselle, she's another great. Um, oh, singer. she's fantastic, she, Giselle. She, yeah, she finally left, and and she's been putting out a lot more music now too. But and I remember her specifically saying that. The label was kind of, she's like, I got songs. It's just the label's kind of, I'm waiting on them. So um, hopefully she releases like a full length album this year. I, I, I would really like to see that from Moon. Yeah, labels can be tricky sometimes. Like they don't sometimes let you release tracks for some reason. I don't know why. It's like, do you want to put, they are supposed the music to make a profit? Like what? what's the concern here? You know, I don't know. Maybe they don't have the money. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I know it's weird. All right, moving along. We got Heian. I've seen this movie before. I think yeah. it's Heian. Uh, sorry, Heian. Yeah, Heian. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a uh, basically an independent artist. Uh, she's a student at NYU, um, so she's really young. Love that. Like 19, <laughs> yeah, nineteen twenty uh, oh. years old, and she's just putting out this whole last year. She put out a bunch of. She put out an EP, a bunch of singles, and collaborations with like fellow students at NYU. Um, and I believe she is Korean, but she's, uh, I don't know if she grew up in the, in the States and, and is going to school now. Um, but yeah, really great. She's, she did her thing. Um, I discovered her actually on TikTok um, because she's really great at marketing herself on there um, and using like social media as a tool to promote herself. And yeah, just, she was my, uh, the KME best new artist. Cause I just really loved her, her music. Uh, this song in particular was my favorite and, um, one of my most listened to because it's kind of like a uh, 90s uh, R&B kind of type ballad that's just like 
uh, pan pianos and, and guitar solos in there. Um, just a really great, great track. She has a really nice voice that's very uh, soft and subtle, but uh, has a power to it. And yeah, I just I really love her stuff. It's just so I definitely can't recommend her enough. Yeah, I gotta dig into more of her stuff because she's she's pretty talented. Uh, I I enjoy her the the couple singles I've heard so far from her. But uh, someone who <laughs> he always got to pop up somewhere whenever there's R and B. <laughs> we have Jay Park <laughs> with Candy featuring Zion T, a name I have not heard in a hot minute. Where has he been? Set up a new label, I guess. But um, you know, it makes sense, I guess. Label collective. I'm not quite sure. What it, whatever is um best friends is it's a label. I think technically, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I think technically, yeah. Market as like a collective like standard friends is, is called oh standard friends sorry standard friends but yeah yeah only standard friends uh, <laughs> yeah it's a uh, candy j park um yeah like you said j park is always an omnipresent uh figure in just korean music in general just because you know whether you like it or not he's just huge and and and, and super influential um i'll be honest a lot of the stuff he put out recently since he you know, stepped away from AMG and started more vision has not, it's, it's kind of like he's, he was trying to recapture the old glory days of like the R and B and stuff like that. Yeah. I um, can see that. Yeah. So it wasn't working. He's working with Chacha Malone still. Um, and, and doing that. So they're, they're good songs, but it's just kind of, it wasn't hitting. But when this one came out, man, I just, it, it, this one actually hit that, that, that feeling of like old Jay Park. Oh, yeah. And I learned uh, in a podcast, I can't remember which one he did, um, but he mentioned that this song was actually recorded in like 2017, 2018. That's wild. Um, that's probably then, why. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense because it, it, it has that feeling from back there. But yeah, just a really cool dance track. Um, my absolute highlight on it is, like you said, the Zion T. Um, when he comes in, uh, it just, oh, man, that, that absolutely makes the song. But really oh, fun. Yeah. Great. Had a lot of great, you know, stuff on social media with the dance um, uh, challenges and all that. I had um, what's her name from from uh, Yua from Oh My Girl in, in the in the music video, um, which is gotta love Oh My Girl. I love Oh My Girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it, it, it's just overall a really fun track. I I, I enjoyed. It. I listened to the hell out of it. So um, shout out Jay Park. I know he's a controversial figure for some people, but. Um, I mean, he puts his yeah. foot in his mouth sometimes on the internet, like some other right. celebrities do. I mean, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And what's I think new? he's definitely, he, I think he's definitely gotten a lot better, but he is, uh, in his last couple years, just kind of focusing on doing his company and, and music and like Sojuka stuff. Um, but that, you know, his reputation precedes him before that. So, um, but yeah, really great song. I'm, I'm sure I even, I saw a lot of people even saying with this one, they were like, and his other track uh, called "Why," which is like very Afrobeat central, oh yeah, centric. And uh, a lot of people were just like, "Yeah, I hate Jay Park, but I, I can't lie, this song is good." <laughs> I mean, love him or hate him, he is a huge. He has greatly helped out, especially with I think the R and B side. Um, in terms of a lot of the artists I know have been because of his late because of his AOMG label, and then and then of course uh. Whatever the heck's going on with higher music at the moment, a lot of the artists from there, and also the hip hop artists from there, and AOMG, I've still greatly known thanks to Jay Park creating a label for them mm. to uh, at least attempt to flourish. Not quite sure how it's going over at higher music, but that's another discussion for another day. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah, he left a legacy. 
Yeah. And yeah, moving on to the next one. We have, uh, I think you pronounce it as Ghani? I think that's how you say his name? Yeah, uh, Ghani. 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 I guess you could say. Ghani. Yeah. Um, She's a singer um, on a label called In Planet Music. She just signed there last year. Um, I gave In Planet my uh, label of the year. Just really, really nice kind of um, mellow indie-ish type R&B. Uh, from all the artists on there but she's one of my favorites I, i've consistently said that this past year that she's one of my absolute favorite vocalists in the scene um she posts a lot of uh, videos on like tiktok and instagram too uh which is i guess a theme for me this past year um but yeah she's just you're just, you're really just, hanging, just you're just hanging a lot on tiktok now and instagram that's like your soul I, yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah that's kind of like the new place to discover uh, you know uh, artists and stuff like that so. fair enough yeah um, Snip, snippet yeah. little mini snippet clips help i guess with the consumption of all that which, which makes sense it's understandable so right yeah and then you know when you get artists like her or like like i was talking before with hajin that really mm-hmm. know how to make good content but also stay true to like making good music um i think it works perfectly so she's one of those um yeah and this song is just uh, it kind of it, it did mini kind of blow up like i said with her going a little viral and, and within the krmb and i guess dipped into the k-pop uh tiktok scene uh but yeah she's really great uh definitely check her out uh i think she will be doing a lot of great things in the coming years so um yeah gunny is uh, stylized as g and then like a, the o is like a zero and then n and y for i gunny. mean it helps probably with the search feed so that's fair <laughs> Right. <laughs> and there's another name I haven't heard in a while. We got Shin Seha. Shin Seha. Seha. Yeah. I think. Shin Seha. Yeah, I remember his feature in, um, I think it was Your Home, and uh, that's uh, Suman's song. Yep. I yep. prefer his feature a lot in that song. Some people, I don't know how others feel, but like I liked his feature a lot in that song. Uh, I'll be honest, haven't really listened to too much of his stuff outside of that, but I always did like his voice in that song, and I'm like, I, I definitely need to check out more of his stuff. But you, I see, liked Slump off of his stuff yeah. this year? Yeah, yeah, it was one of his singles that came out this last year. Um, I think he released it through 8-Ball Town, the, the label, which is, I don't think he signed there, but I think he kind of had, like, a deal to release. They distributed his music and stuff like that. Um... Yeah, just like you said, Shin Seha, really great voice, kind of silky, a uh, little bit of uh, raspy, but uh, very, very sexy, I'd say. Um, and he's normally a electronic, um, electronic-based R&B type artist, um, and does a lot of like groovy, like disco funk stuff. And this one is basically just a straight up like disco track. Um, so re- really fun, uh, really great to listen to, and then. Uh, uh, re- really great to listen to and and yeah just it was one of those songs that i once it came out i put it on my daily rotation playlist and it just never it's still it's still on there and i still when it comes up i never skip it so um if you're into like disco fun stuff that definitely right up your alley nice and then um couple from my in the neck of the woods uh first off we got uh, surprise, a uh, newbie, I'd say relatively newbie. We got Suen with Ripple Effect, which I think fe- features Polo Alto, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to double check that. Yeah. Uh, yes, Polo Alto. Surprise, big surprise. I was just like, oh, where the hell did you come from? Hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> fantastic. I was hooked, hooked line seeker in immediately. 
loved it. And I mean, the fact that she was able to get Palo Alto to feature already. Connections, girl. Connections. Love it. Love that. Uh, I, I, I think she might be under the the <laughs> Groovelin label, which um <laughs> we may or may not yeah. talk about <laughs> that later. So um hopefully <laughs> Groovelin is still being run smoothly. That's all I'm going to say right there. We'll get into that later. But otherwise, she is such a nice, promising new artist. I am so excited to see what else she got coming out the door. And Ripple Effect is a great introduction to that. Next, we got, because I'm basic, uh, DeVito, Ride For Me. Oh my god, I love this. This was hot. I was like, give me that. It was like giving fun SZA vibes. I was like, yes, let's go, DeVita. Work it. I know some people weren't as hot on her EP, but to be fair, when you come out with, when you come out with an EP like Evita and then follow up with another great EP, you know, it's going to be hard to please everyone. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. And I think some people feel like the gray influence may be affecting her a little bit, but I think, I think Ride For Me was great. Um, and I will tell you this, Sammy likes this song. Sammy Ooh. likes the song. I'm just putting that out there. She, When I created my list for our year-end awards, she was like, oh, I like this. I'm like, yeah, yeah she's great. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. I love it. I'm cool. like, yes, Sammy, we did it. I got her to like a song. So if Sammy likes it, that's how you know it's knee slapper approved. That's not official, <laughs> but we're just making that up on the spot. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad. I was really happy with that. But yeah, this is a fun little like boss bitch anthem, I'd say. You know, she commands it. She commands it. She loves it. She She's doing it. She's like, right for me. And I'm like, yes. Gladly. Yeah. All right. Moving <laughs> along. <laughs> uh, from Jerd, we have a single Blondie. It's Jerd. Jerd's great. We're going to talk more about uh, Jerd's album, Blom. But um, yeah, Blondie's a great single. I really love that song. It's fantastic. I, I don't know what else to say, but I like Jerd's style. And um, I'm glad Jerd's still getting... Uh, a lot of attention, even after the disbandment of a certain label, which we may or may not get into. Um, or did it happen in 2022? I forget. I think that, that uh, did that happen in 2022? 2022, I think. It was yeah, 2022. It was yeah. Either way. Glad that she's still putting out stuff. But all right, moving on. Albums and EPs from the R&B scene that we loved, starting with what I could gave my artist of the year, Hoodie, for the album Sailing. Ooh. Ah. Hoodie. Hoodie. Love her. Uh, she's just great. Such iconic R&B tracks. Just, ugh. Chest kiss. Amazing. Incredible. Spectacular. Awesome. No one else could come... <laughs> I mean, can, compare, can come and compare to herself. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, there's still a lot of great <laughs> stuff out there. But it's Hoodie. Hoodie is still, I say, the queen of AOMG. She was the first girl that they decided to add on to the label. She's been there. She's done that. She came back with Sailing. The whole album's great. Uh, I don't know what else to say, except uh, it's fantastic. I loved it. Made her my artist of the year. Kami, what are your thoughts? Oh, oh that's awesome. Um, yeah, this is definitely like my, if I gave out R&B album of the year, this would be it. Um, it was definitely in, with along with uh, my album of the year and, and Sifika was probably in the top three of favorite albums of 2023 um but yeah like you said it's just really great she's kind of just doing her hoodie thing uh really great vocals uh great beat selection um a lot of great production on this one too uh from cha-cha uh we got jinbo the super freak mm -hmm. uh featuring and producing like three tracks um i want to say dao and 
uh, No Air and Planate uh, as a their little collective producer group is on there. And I want to say Somdef. Somdef is another great uh, Korean producer. Um, so really great stuff. My favorite track, I got to say, it was it was almost my song of the year as well. Uh, so Good To Me, produced by Jimbo, is like a um, 80s New Jack Swing, proto New Jack Swing, Jack oh, yeah. Jackson type song. Oh, yeah. my God. Just... Yeah, that one, when that came on... It, you say New Jack Swing, I'm like, I'm here. I don't care how bad right. it is, I'm here. <laughs> it's right. like City Pop, I'm just... like, I'm here. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And this one, is, is it does it perfectly. It sounds like it could have come out in like the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. So, oh, love it. Uh... Um, yeah, just really great stuff. And it's also, you know, I love that it's kind of her, um, her album that's just kind of showing how she's matured over the years and, and where she's at in life, um, the lead single on it is called lonely and it's just talking about how she's um content with you know where she's at and who she is and she doesn't really need anyone um she's that's the kind of the theme of the song is that she's not lonely because she's happy with herself so i uh, really love that theme that that kind of goes throughout the album um yeah really great stuff um can't say you know anything much more besides yeah amazing 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 incredible indeed, like awesome always. spectacular <laughs> <laughs> right. Just, just keep, keep, keep the accolades, keep whatever that. I, I love quoting or attempting to quote that Lady Gaga interview meme, essentially, <laughs> right. which, which basically is. But that's how I feel. That is how I feel. Uh, moving on to another favorite, personal favorite, Suman. Oh my God! Not to be confused with Sunmi, also fantastic for the most part. <laughs> um, but Suman. Oh my God, love her, love her to death, love her to bits. Glad she got to put out an EP this year because I was like for her minute i thought she was only doing singles uh she did do one with woo that i really liked um i i don't know if i probably forgot to put it on there but um best friends best friends i think it mm. is uh also like yeah, that one yeah. but she she put out an ep um also uh called um suchimi suchimi i think is how you say it suchimi i think so yeah eh. Sounds right. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna hope with that we're we're, we're trying with the pronunciations here you know we are trying <laughs> we are putting effort uh, this was a nice, solid little EP. Uh, Closet, I like a lot because Um Jun Hwa is an icon pop star and you must know her name, uh, from first gen. So check her mm -hmm. out and her music out. Um, iconic. Uh, just, just for the pop side, just for the pop of that. Uh, but great feature. Um, also, what else did I like? Um, also great to see Sunu Jana on there. A great artist of, of, her, of, of herself. So good. Human theater. Uh, yeah, this is just solid EP all around. Um, also, I, I this is probably one. No, this she, she's featured herself on the cover before. Yes, I'm. This is like the first one. I'm just like, oh my god, she's featuring all of herself on the cover. Amazing. But yeah, nah, the great. It's Suman. It's I don't know what else to say besides it's Suman. Check her out. I love her. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, unless you have anything to say on Suman, KME, uh um i mean yeah just like i said like you said suman so she's always you know gonna do something great um one thing i, I maybe would point out is that she on on instagram she posts a lot of her playing like a bass and you can definitely True. hear that a lot of those bass lines in influence in here um because she does all her own production and all that stuff too so yeah just really great um i actually gave this ep my release of the year mm. uh, award uh, which is I kind of give to the non-studio album for like EPs, mixtapes and compilations and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, one of my favorite artists, if not 
my top five in there. Um, so anything she puts out, I'm automatically going to love. But this one is definitely warranted, you know, the, the praise and the love. <laughs> yeah. uh, really great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, And then we got next, like I said earlier, Jerd with Bum. Uh, it's it's Jared. Jared's Jared was a great talent coming out of um Highlight, still is, uh, obviously, but Highlight um records is dead in the DOA. Um not dead on arrival, actually. I lie, sorry, that's rude. Um they, they're <laughs> just they're now closed. Um run acronym for that, but great studio. They were a great studio, but now they're shut down because I guess um Palo Alto realized how hard it is to run a label, I assume, and just wants to go back to doing music stuff, which is fair, honestly. Honestly, fair. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Jared was one of the great newer artists. He signed on to that label, along with, like, in my personal opinion, Swervy. Uh, Swervy's great, too, as well. Highly recommend checking out Swervy's music. But uh, Jared, I'm glad Jared got to put out a long-awaited, nice, lovely, full-length album. It's fantastic. Again, because why else are we putting it here on our list? It's fantastic. Uh, just, just love her tone, love her voice, love the kind of music she puts out. Not much else to say there on my end, but yeah. Yeah, really great was on my album of the uh, year shortlist as well. Um, yeah, like like you said, she's just always this great. This is a great follow up to her previous album, uh, which is called Amp. Um, a lot of like electronic R and B. Like, it's almost hard to classify this as a purely R and B album mm-hmm. uh, because she just does so much different stuff and like you know even her her singing uh style kind of can can lean into a like a rapish um rapping type of singing um but i i I can only see this it was like the front runner for um r&b album of the year i think for like the the k-hip-hop awards so i think it'll definitely do well there um yeah just really great really great stuff from uh jared so she's also side note she's also like a really cool dj Mm-hmm. And I listened to a few of her mixes, um, like she she performed online and streams, and yeah, she 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 does really great. Nothing like her own music she makes is a straight up like techno hard <laughs> hard. I didn't realize she was a DJ, stuff. but that makes sense. No wonder why that that's how she's keeping busy. Okay, but that's cool that yeah, she's experimenting just, it, like that though. Yeah, it's really crazy. So I'm like, oh, I hope maybe she experiments with that those sounds when they, but even just like no vocals, just production wise. But um, yeah, really really great stuff. Uh, love jared so yeah that's i love that i love jared um but uh yeah let's see we also have i'm gonna do these back to back because the order of them is weird but a uh, couple ocean of the blue pro- projects uh who is the lovely artist that did like my tweet once thank you ocean from the blue mm-hmm. you have a great voice um period without without any you know it's just just so good he just sounds lovely um he has well we have his first project which is Oh my god, it's titled Ocean from the Blue. Oh, love that. Straight to the point. Um, definitely the more R&B of his R&B projects, I would say, of, of the year. Um, just more of his... I don't want to say traditional R&B, but more of like a classic R&B Korean-style sound of it and vibes. And he just sounds wonderful uh, in it. Um, again, another Sunu jung feature. Damn, she's working on these features this year. I love to see her keep popping up. <laughs> Uh, Close to You is really nice. Like, Past Life. Um, Sense is really good. Uh, I like Peter Pan. Yeah, th- th- good, good, solid release album. Um, it, the start off the year, right. 
And then we also have his new R&B era, <laughs> which he <laughs> definitely decides to go into the more R&B, hip hop, sometimes trap vibes. Yeah, he's like, like let's let's go that route too. But as a whole project in of itself, so that was great to listen to because I'm just like, yes, let's go. Ooh, work it. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Um, he has stuff with was it. Duty, I think is how you say it, assuming the two is pronounced as an E, uh, with Swoosh, mm-hmm. Cliche, Bruce Lee Flow, uh, Talk to Me, like, just solid album release, and it's totally my vibe, love his voice, it's amazing, it's like honey, just love it all around. But yeah. Yeah, these are both really great, and uh, kind of like you said, they're they're really cool, um, two ends of the spectrum on the R&B uh, sound. Uh, I very much preferred and listened to more of the the self-titled album that came out earlier in the year mm-hmm. um my favorite track from there is a song called open your mind which is just a straight up um very classic style r&b song that's like uh very sensual i guess you could say um oh, yeah. but really yeah really great stuff uh that one is definitely more i guess pop friendly that album and then uh like you said with new r&b uh, i really like that one too i didn't listen to it as much but uh, it definitely, yeah, gets more into the hip hop side of R and B. Um, he's rapping on there, which I prefer. I, I I actually enjoy when he raps. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't. I don't think prefer that, but uh, I I like it. I, th- I think he's pretty. He's decent enough at it. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's like just... if you're good enough, go ahead. Kind of like Jay Park a little bit. It's like if you're good enough, you know what? Go ahead, have some fun. Uh, if not, yeah, then yeah. don't don't try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, really great and he's been one of my favorite r&b artists for the last few years he, oh yeah if if i i'd say definitely check these out if you haven't heard them and uh the good thing about it is if you like him he has he's a workhorse he mm-hmm. puts out a lot of projects like multiple albums every year eps um so there's a lot of backlog you can go to so definitely check these out and then there's like i said there's a, a plethora of, of content that you can go back to all the way to like 2018 when i first heard him so um yeah really great stuff all right, and then we got one more, which I think I will let you take the floor on this one, because this one I didn't check out as much, to be fair, so I don't really have much to say, except I trust your opinion on it, and it's probably good, and I should look into it soon. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so this one is a, it's a small uh, small album um, from the from 8-Ball Town, uh, one of my favorite labels. Oh, yeah, 8-Ball uh, Town, a, yeah, that's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, DJ, DJ producer Hukyo, uh, I want to say, is how you say it. Um, and then a singer named Jui. Um, she is not new, but I think she really kind of put out a lot more stuff this year than in previous years. Uh, so they collabed on this. Um, I just really like uh, A Ball Town's one of my favorite labels, and they um, they they put out a lot of like retro inspired stuff, like eighties, nineties, hip hop, R and B. This one is very much R and B, different styles. Um, there's like even like a bossa nova type um acoustic song in um i want to say see you in a dream um there's like old school r&b 80s ballads uh smile anthem is the name of the album i I didn't mention that um but also the name of the title track uh which is kind of like a almost reggae ska style um track and yeah just the production is great uh judy has a really nice uh really great voice um, and she has a lot of good stuff on her own, but yeah, them coming together on this one, I really enjoyed it. I know it's probably not 
something that a lot of people have even would even come across. So I definitely wanted to highlight here. Uh, I did put it on my album of the year shortlist. And yeah, just uh, definitely check it out if you like kind of retro style um, classic R&B and and stuff like that. So um, yeah, called Smile Anthem um, by Hukyo and Juhi. Love. I, I love I actually really gotten I, I was really bigger into listening to 8 Ball Town earlier like not this year but in a couple years ago I gotta swoop back into that because 8 Ball Town they put out some good like retro sounding stuff and R&B and stuff like that um but yeah nah that moving along though moving along to finally the hip hop section the one people probably have the most to say and are curious about um, a lot of my stuff was all, uh, stuff that I recommended album-wise, um, but, uh, as for a couple singles I listened to this year, uh, we'll start off with Grr, which is a Spotify single that I really liked as a nice little workout anthem, essentially, by Jimmy Page, Blase, Black Nut, Doki, and Smugglers, um, which I'm pretty sure Smugglers are the producers, I think, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, wild Black Nut appearance. I haven't heard from him in a hot minute, so that's cool. Doki's still alive and well. He's still putting out music. Blase, I mean, considering this is a drill beat, I mean, Blase showing up is not a shocker. <laughs> and he got some popularity, I think, off of his recent um, Show Me the Money appearance. Jimmy Page. Mm. I haven't delved into too much Jimmy Page stuff, but he's a solid rapper. Uh, very much a hype song. I like to listen to some hype hip-hop when, you know, trying to focus or do work or work out or stuff like that. So this was slim to that category very well. And I just liked, I like big like collabs like this too, uh, a lot of the time, but yeah. Uh, and then there's also speaking of like exciting, fast paced rap to listen to uh Punchnello. <laughs> very good at that. He is very good at that. He has that on Pat and with single riot this year. That was fun. That was so much fun. I was just like, you go, Punchnello. Yeah. Give it to me, Punchnello. <laughs> Burn that shit. Love it. Loot. <laughs> Actually, don't don't vandalize things. Don't loot. That's rude. Especially to small businesses, people. <laughs> do not do that. But um, if, if you want to get that energy pumping, especially when you're doing some fun, act, fun workout activities or whatever else you need to get hyped for, this is your song. It's great. Punchnello kills it. He spits fire. He might as well be a dragon at this point. Conveniently, it's the year of the dragon this year. So what do you know? Love that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just great. Hype track. Um, I, I bounced over those two, but in case you wanted to say anything on either of those, Kami. Um, Yeah, with Punchinello, he's always great. Like you said, with um, those like really hype tracks. Uh, it's really cool because he has that style to him. And then he also has, I think he released an EP also where he's, it's more of his slower um introspective like lovey-dovey stuff so he, he does those pretty crazy uh how he can switch between those two modes um yeah this one's great produced by will not fear who's a, a really cool uh electronic like uh house music producer does mm-hmm. work with until a lot um and he, yeah he's just it's about he, to he say always... <laughs> that makes complete sense now <laughs> yeah yeah so it until is one so of those rappers yeah. that that can just slide on those beats so oh um, yeah really cool um can't say much much else about Punchinello because he's great. Um, for the Gura song, I, I didn't really listen to that one much. Um, I've <laughs> I, I limit my my drill 
sound. You, just, you get too <laughs> uh, much drill everywhere. It's like they're Central yeah. Sea. We have Ice Spice and whatever the hell's going on in New York. And now we have K-pop. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> with, with 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 Blaze, I think or Blase, I don't know how Blase Blaze is an accent mark somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, he. I think he even himself goes through both. But yeah, um, this was part of like you said the Spotify singles, which was a really cool thing they did this year. Yeah, um, unfortunately, none of the tracks really took off, but uh, it was just a cool kind of experiment where Spotify <laughs> was working with yeah with Korean hip hop uh, artists and producers and kind of mishmashing different. Uh, very random, uh, like this one too is like Blaze, uh, Silky Boys, and then uh, Doki, which is like really random. And then Smugglers. Oh, is cool it is Silky group. Boys, Jimmy Page, and Black Nut. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them together. I I don't know why they. I guess they put them as uh, single artists on here too. But yeah, that was a really cool thing. But I, I really liked uh, checking those out, and they had like little videos of the production stuff. Um, and yeah, that that was pretty cool. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about both those all right all right and then um moving along we got some some big hits uh few a couple of these i've listened to um mainly the benzino and the little mars one uh the other few uh i think you could probably take the page on those because i don't think i listened to the vmc one even though i probably should have i think i missed that a couple of these uh but benzino We'll, we'll probably discuss more, too, about Benzino and his long-awaited return, finally! Finally! <laughs> Praise Jesus. Um, or whatever the hell you're into. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, just lovely to hear Benzino back again. I'm just so happy. He's back! Even And, and yeah. then he'll be gone for a while, probably again, too, because, you know. But he's back! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for now! <laughs> and it's just great to hear him. And, oh, God, yeah, he's just great. This track is great. I love him. I love them. I love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's really to say, great but... stuff. Uh, this, yeah, the songs, yeah, like you said, uh, been a while. Um, we'll talk about the album, I'm sure, soon. But uh, this track in, in particular on the album, Nowitzki, uh, the song is called "99O," uh, featuring a rapper named Kim Shimya by, and then song obviously by Benzino. Um, yeah, just a really dope rap track. Um, thing with the album is that it, it it plays with a lot of different sounds and genres but this one is one of the straight up just hip-hop rap rap tracks um one verse each uh beat is really dope and uh, i like the kind of the concept of the thing um of this of the track um 99 uh 99 kind of plays a different uh role in each of their vo- their their verses uh benzino's versus kind of more referencing uh like the shoe the new balance shoe 99 uh new balance because uh, he's very much into fashion and you know, oh yeah doing his travel stuff so he's kind of like he's uh his verse i think is more talking about um like his walking the things he did while wearing those shoes like walk like a walk in his shoes essentially that makes um, sense yeah then, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. That's that's where the ninety nine O plays into his, and then Kim Shimya is a little more. Uh, he's a little more conscious of like social political stuff. So his is, I think, um, based around uh, the highest score you can get in this like uh, Korean English proficiency proficiency test. I think they do. Um, ninety nine O is like the 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 top score you can get on there. So he kind of relates to that. Um, and plays with that and, and is talking about whether like like one of his first lines is like, oh, I should have went to law school because um, <laughs> that's a bit a big thing for Kim Shimya as a underground more considered an underground rapper. 
um even though recently he's done a lot of stuff like writing for new jeans and and and, and the past has written for a lot of k-pop artists um but yeah he just talks about kind of like trying to make money as like uh, an artist that's that's pretty hard so and maybe dealing with like thinking of doing stuff in normal life so um yeah really dope track i just is one of my favorites on the album so yes um it, it's great it's also just uh, well, well we'll get into it more a little bit but like benzino being back yep yeah, i'm just so happy <laughs> Um, and then the next several, um, KME, you can take the floor because I don't have much to say, except I know I've heard of Rackon and I've heard of BMC, uh, definitely aware of BMC. They have a lot of the more, I think that's like the hub of underground, well-known underground rappers is BMC. So, um, hmm. uh, they'll, they'll be great and I definitely should check them out. Um, but of course life's been busy. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, take it um, away. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'll go through them like too quickly. Um. Uh, I'll try to go through them quickly. Uh, the first one is called uh, Don't Like, and it's by an artist group called Bad At, which is a new kind of crew um, uh, featuring uh, rapper Ogly, who's a new new rapper on the scene that's fairly new. He's been around a couple of years. Um, it's him. It's a rapper named Odie, who was uh, part of the Oh, yeah, I know well. Odie. Yeah, and then the producer Holiday, uh, that was uh, formerly of BMC as well. Uh, they kind of, this is bad, at, bad at is like a, a short for bad attitude, um, which very much fits Odie and, and Oigley's, uh, rap style. They're very, uh, kind of, uh, I don't want to say like hard, but like, uh, I don't know. I very, they're very, uh, in your face kind of, but very smooth, like in a cool way. Um, so the song is called don't like, and it's kind of like, they're talking about obviously like shit they don't like. Yeah, um, and like, like the other rappers and stuff like that do. So, uh, really cool track. Uh, I, they released a little EP with like four tracks. Um, I know the collect the crew is kind of uh, bigger than kind of like Bombing Tiger or maybe DPR, where um, there's rappers, there's visual artists, there's uh, producers, kind of like that. Um, I'm not sure on the other uh, management stuff, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly what all of them do, but. Uh, the core three right here on this track with the producer holiday and, and oikley and odie uh, really great stuff one of my favorite drops of the year um moving on to v the vmc song uh it's called ninth wonder um we'll, we'll probably talk about it later but vmc uh disbanded last year at the beginning mm -hmm. of the year as a as a label uh so this was kind of they released a uh, four track ep uh as their last release as a label and kind of featured all the artists and producers that were on there and uh, this is the last song on there, and it's called Ninth Wonder because that was kind of the theme of their, they went nine years, so they, they disbanded on their ninth uh, anniversary. <clears throat> um, and yeah, this one this one's really cool, produced by um, the amazing Freddie Caso, I believe, and uh, who just did insane stuff this year, released like production on like 16 to almost like nearly 20 projects this year, or, or 2023 last year. And yeah, it's just really cool, kind of a cool send away for the label with every single rapper um, having a verse on there and ending with D-Flow, of course, uh, who is the head of that label. Um, yeah, and then for the next one, we have a, a song called Way Home 2 by Raycon. Uh, kind of a newer guy. Uh, I, I barely started listening to him last year. 
this one is just a, a really fun. Uh, he's really he's really good at doing the melodic hooks. Oh yeah, and kind of yeah, like the melodic style rapping, um, but not like sing rapping. Um, yeah, just I, I don't know. I I don't I don't have much to say about it. It was just one of those songs that I just really loved and and had on repeat. Um, I know he got some big praise from uh, rapper Bill Stacks, um, kind of praising him as like uh, basically an artist that can do do any style, any genre, and I think that's very evident in his his little EP that he released this year. Um, but yeah, this one was one of my favorites. Um, and then to go on to the last one, uh, very much uh, a song is called Rap Lesson, <laughs> and it's by uh, uh, artist uh, Collab collab between uh rapper Lila Mars, uh, NSW Yoon and a rapper named Street Baby and it features a rapper named Skinny Brown. Um a very oh, yeah. goofy. Just say yeah, Lila yeah, Mars just... and Skinny Brown in a song and I'm going to listen. <laughs> right, yeah. They were they're really good at doing the fun melodic stuff. Yeah. And this one it, with NSW Yoon and Street Baby on there, they're they're kind of more trappy. Uh NSW Yoon has kind of made his bones on doing like a lot of the drill shit that came out uh on he came out on show me the money uh 11 i want to say and, and made a name for himself but yeah this is it's just a goofy ass song like they're it, it, that kind of the conceit is like oh um we're they're giving a rap lesson on the abcs of of rap um the the music video is really goofy it has um uh i can't remember his name but the guy from p sick university in there and mm. they're like trying to teach him how to rap like what how to be a rapper and um just i, I don't know it's one of those songs that i really enjoyed and i i nominated it for song of the year on uh the kha the k hip-hop awards too so um yeah it's, it's kind of a fun it, one of those fun hip-hop tracks that you just turn your turn your brain off and just enjoy it oh yeah yeah it's just a fun so. one it's a time it's melodic it, it hits all the beats that i like when I want to have basic rap. <laughs> I love it. Right, it's right. not that basic. It's, I would say it's that basic. But like, it's fun. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, but moving on to, finally, the albums. A lot of them conveniently are the same. It's almost as if there's just like a top five or six or something that we all just collectively agree on. Like, yep, these are it. Nothing mm -hmm. else compares. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, everything aligns. Love that. <clears throat> Yeah, which we can also get into maybe why that's the case later on. But uh, to start off with, of course, we got to bring up Benzino again because Benzino's back! Yay! Oh my god. Uh, miss Benzino. But um, now, finally, for his full album, Now, now with Ski, uh, which I think features his wife on the cover when she was in her much younger years, living wherever in uh, Germany or wherever she was living, uh, where she grew up. Because I think she's from Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm pretty. Did he get married this year, or was it last year he got married? Uh, I want to say 2022. Okay, so it was a, a couple of years ago. Sorry, last year yeah. is 2023. So I have to stop thinking like that. But um, yay! This is wife on the cover. Love that. Love it. Be like, hey, here's wifey. I don't know. I'm assuming she's a teenager in this one. That or like very young, young adult just became an adult. I'm assuming. But yeah. Anyways, um, fantastic album. Uh, just exactly what I needed from a Benzino album. Honestly, just exactly what I needed. It's great. Um, oh god, what was the one I highlighted? Uh, Camp. Camp, I think, oh, is the one. Yeah. That's the, um, military <laughs> one with the military music video. Um, mm -hmm. which I was just like, damn. 
doesn't this hit home? Really like that one. Um, what else did I enjoy a lot? Uh, nine, 990s. Good. Uh, in bed, uh, Makuli, Makuli, I think it's how you say it. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Coca-Cola rides good. Like a fool. Yeah. There's just, this is a lot here. There's a lot that's good. <laughs> a lot of great <laughs> stuff, which I'm just like, yeah, he was cooking. And in the best way possible, he was cooking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Really great. Um, it's very much a bias here for me because um, <laughs> yeah, you, you Benzino, <laughs> yeah, Benzino's like my my favorite rapper um, in in Korean hip hop as well, and always always has been. And it was just great to finally get an album um, from him. Like literally, I like I was saying earlier, I celebrated seven years of doing uh, K music every day, and uh, I started in 2016, end of 2016, and his last album came out in 2016 in the summer. Uh, the album 12. So this is the first time I've ever covered uh, a Benzino album as, right? as KME, which is yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Insanity, so. insanity. And I love 12. I love 12 so much. Um, Oh my God. It, it was just like wild. Cause he was also, again, one of the earlier acts I got into. Um, right. I don't know if it was you that recommended it or I just kind of discovered it. I think it might've been because of Born Hater. I think it was Born oh, Hater yeah. or either, or, or that or either right before Born Hater was when I discovered him kind of on my own. And like, mm-hmm. that was great. He, he's just great. He he also just gets the boys in Korea going. I, I swear, people yeah. love his shit so much. <laughs> it's so yeah, funny. yeah. And he, he's one of those rappers that kind of can, he, he can touch all worlds. He He's very much well-respected in the hip-hop and uh, hip-hop scene in, in, in Korea as well, but is very much very popular and well-known. Um, I'm sure with, you know, you guys' audience, so this very K-pop centric, like, you, yeah epic high born hater i'm sure a lot of people oh yeah we, we put epic high on a, on a list of we include it in a list of great k-pop songs even though technically speaking it's not k-pop but it does feature k-pop idols in the song who are yeah. great idol rappers in their own right or at least very good idol rappers that we have no qualms against so yeah, yeah so like th- that's not something that uh at least I, I know sammy at least likes that one a lot um i mean i think kayla does too we just collectively agree like yeah this is great this is a great crossover track <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's so good to hear Benzino back in his element. <laughs> Just, yeah, oh my so awesome. God, so, yes. uh, yeah, uh. with that, with this album, um, yeah, really great. It's, I, I'd sit here all day if I could go through all, every track by itself. We could do that all day, but yeah, everything's great. Um, like you said, Camp's a great one. Um, the, the cool thing with this album is that, um, he basically set it up as kind of like a diary so each song is kind mm-hmm. of like an entry in the diary of his life from um from the last time we've seen him um and him coming back from the military and, and getting married and all that stuff so um like you mentioned earlier uh, his wife is on the cover of both the regular and special editions uh, of the album and so she very much is a um a, a, he, she's basically the muse that goes throughout this uh, whole album um, oh yeah so she she plays definitely a an important part um there's a song called crime that's like about his first date with her um uh in bed and makali is kind of a song about their relationship and then a lot of the the last few tracks are very much inspired by her um and he actually was even saying that the original name of the album was going to be uh stephanie um, but <laughs> <laughs> he he realized that would be a bad idea because like 
if people didn't like the album, they would be like, oh, like, I hate Stephanie. Stephanie sucks. He's like, you know what? Let's <laughs> so, not put her on the spot like that. You know? Right. Let's so, just not, just in case. So, so Nowitzki, like you said, you mentioned she's German. She's a, a, a model um, from, yes. from Germany that kind of came up and worked uh, in, in Korea. And so Nowitzki is a um, German, I believe, born basketball player who is very famous in the NBA. Yeah, and so that makes he kind of took those. Yeah, he's, he he idolized Nowitzki, um, Dirk Nowitzki as a as a kid, uh, and 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 kind of he's German, so that's kind of like a weird connection with his wife. So um, that's why he came and and named the album that. Um, also makes me wonder. So I guess I, I wonder if he knows German because I imagine they probably communicate in English for sure. But and I imagine she must have learned some Korean along the way. But I wonder if he's learned German since then. He must have. Yeah. Probably. I, yeah. I wonder. At least a, a bit. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I know they they mainly communicate in English together. I think because um, Benzino did spend some time um, in New Zealand, I believe, with with his dad when oh, that parents, would do his it. parents. Yeah, his parents split up, so he's he's pretty fluent in in English. So that um, makes sense. Because yeah. I'm about to say, I'm like, I wonder how good her Korean. I would hope it's probably. I imagine it's probably gotten better since she's been in Korea. But I imagine going to Korea for the first time, you know, Korean's probably not wasn't her strongest suit. But I know that in Germany they do teach English very well. So, but yeah, right. But more more tangents yeah. of that. Benzino, great album, <laughs> love it. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, moving along. Uh, Kid Millie. Oh, another favorite of mine. Beige. He is back. He is at it again. Just doing his shit. All 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 good shit. Um I love me Honda. Honda was probably my favorite out of this whole EP. I mean sorry, um album. Jeez, not an EP album. Uh let's see. I like Coop as well. Uh let's see here. Boris good. Uh oh, he had a BI feature, RIP. Uh, yeah, just solid track <laughs> filled with that kid Millie flow that I love. He's a banger. Uh, um, there are definitely some good bangers on here, especially Honda. Honda, it's a great banger. Banger. Um, yeah, it's it's Kid Millie. What can I say? I just I got I, just, mm. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I think you introduced <laughs> Kid Millie to me as well. And again, no regrets. Oh really? No, reg- I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think it was um, what the fuck boys hang out in in, in the net, and I was just like. What? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What? That was a while ago. That was like 2018, 2017, I think. Or maybe even earlier, but that was uh, great. I remember hearing that first time. I was like, what the hell's going on? But I'm like, this is bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Really, really great stuff. Um, like you said, it's, it's Kid Millie, so he, he always puts out really good stuff. Um, it's, it's his first album, solo album. He did do a collab album with Dress in like 2021 during the pandemic um that was very different from his normal stuff but this one oh, yeah yes. back to normal kid millie um really banging uh production um you mentioned honda was really cool uh very much leans into the electronic uh aspect mm-hmm. uh twirl twirl is probably my favorite i really like that one mm-hmm. um very bass heavy kind of uh, really hits uh type of rap track um but even he in here he's got like boom bap stuff he, he uh, even kind of a ragey uh, Playboy Cardi type uh, song with 25 featuring Yang Hangwan, uh formerly oh, Young yeah. yeah, just really great stuff. I, I really like too that he had the interludes of um, the like Lee Lamar's interlude. PH1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, starts off, it does, the whole album starts off with a Ron interlude, who Ron is another. Um, He's collaborated uh, with Ron quite a few times, from what I remember. Yeah. So. 
Oh, and I, I love the dress album too. The dress album, the one he did with dress is great. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Cliche. Definitely. Yeah. Cliche. Not really a cliche. Crazy. I will tell you that it's definitely not a cliche, <laughs> which is ironic. But yeah, maybe it's cliche that he would collab with a producer like dress. I don't know, but it's still <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, beige. Yeah. Beige is great. True to form. True to hit back to his form, but just fantastic. Oh, so good. <laughs> And then moving on to probably a legend, a mother effing legend, um, still has what is considered to be the best album of all time. Uh, this now is his third album. Uh, Esens with, if I'm going to say this correctly, Chogum, Chogum Ton, Ton, Chogum Ton, yep. I yep. think is how you say it. Uh, yep. Oh God, it's, it's great to hear a legend come back. He's back. He, he really, he got out of, apparently he left Bana, I think. Did he leave Bana before mm -hmm. dropping this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he did. Okay. He left Bana, which is, I th is it Benzino? Used to be under Bana too, I think? I think, I, I, everyone's leaving Bana now, apparently. I don't know. No, but uh, Benzino, he signed there 2021, I want to say. Oh, okay, so he's still. Or 2022. Yeah, he's so he released them. that, he released Nowitzki under um, uh, Bana as well, but. Okay, um, he's still with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Eason is really like literally just left like a few months before Nowitzki came out and then dropped this one two two weeks after Nowitzki came out. So it's like crazy that we got both Benzino and Eason's back, like basically back to back. Uh, oh, my God. In the same year. Insanity. Um, yeah, Eason's is fantastic. I mean, I did. I did. <laughs> he, he's just he just puts out great music. Just you see why his album from like 2015 was number one. I think through this album in particular, it's just, it's just, it's just fantastic music. Um, like what the hell? He even has a track with Benzino. Uh, <laughs> he has a track with Doki as well. That's another throwback. Uh, has a track with Uneducated Kid. Uh, say Poured Up. I like. I like Gas. Uh, Ao. Just oh blah. It's like it's just good, good stuff. Just good stuff. He's just so good at flow and rap, and I'm just like. Damn, you're amazing at this. <laughs> you were fantastic. Right. Yeah, it's just really, really great stuff. I mean, yeah, like you said, uh, you know what you're going to get with these sins, and this one's no different. Um, really good stuff. I, I I don't have much else to add on to that. Um, but yeah, it's just really great because his last album was 2019, mm -hmm. I think. So it's been a few years. and uh, really About cool four years between each release, I've noticed, too. So yeah. he takes oh, his time. True. Yeah, yeah, it definitely takes his time. He's kind of one of those low-key dudes. Um, and then, yeah, uh, released this one, I think, independently after leaving the label. Um, and, yeah, really great stuff. Uh, always definitely, like I said, one one of the best uh, Korean rappers in the scene. Um, I know for us, we're not you know, native Korean speakers, so it's mm -hmm. hard to get into the lyrics. But, I mean, I've, I've it's well documented. You can tell talent even um, when you can't fully understand talent. And he has right. that talent. Um, and also a fun fact for some of you who don't know, he started off in a duo with um, Simon Dominic called Supreme Team. Night and day, the type of music he, he created as <laughs> Supreme Team to now, but still also right. actually, as a side note, definitely recommend checking out Supreme Team if you want to hear some a little bit older hip hop as well. And also to see the origins of Esens and uh, Simon Dominic um, as a fun thing. I do also think that he is low key because of the drug charges he had has had. I think that might be part of the reason. I wouldn't be surprised. True. Uh, true. Yeah, weed. 
I think. I think it was only weed. Weed, for those who are wondering. Because Korea and Asia in general have, you know, one sip of something and it's just, oh my god, you terrible person, apparently. (laughs) Um, I mean, mean, I'm not going to make any country's laws, but sometimes I'm just kind of like, we could allocate our resources better, probably, in this regard. (laughs) But that's that's a whole other discussion for a whole other day that, frankly, is not our problem. But, um... (laughs) Moving along, though, um, my personal favorite album release of the year, Holy Cow, Holy Cow 30, or as I, I forget how you say it in Korea, their name, but um, 30, oh my god, the, the mostly Deja Vu, uh, mostly Deja Vu crew, with, I think, Deep Flow included in this one, uh, yeah. I pretty, yeah, mostly Deja Vu plus Deep Flow and probably someone else that's not part of uh, Deja Vu. Um, yeah. Oh my so god! It's rapper. It's Diesel, Kundi yeah, Panda, Diesel. Uh, Sun Simba, uh, yeah. all are on Deja, and and uh, producer Vion, who are yeah. all on Deja Vu Group, yeah. uh, BYS label, um, and then a rapper named. Um, oh my god! Why am I blinking out? Wait, his what's name? his name? I, I, yeah, like four of them. Four, like two thirds of them are in Deja Vu, so it's like mostly yeah. a Deja Vu crew. Yeah, and then like, like you said, Deep Flow. Uh, yeah newest member that was added this year uh which was a really crazy thing um but uh because he's these are all relatively younger um newer guys and d flow's an og uh oh in yeah the korean hip-hop scene and so it was kind of a, it, it felt weird at, at first with that he would jump in but like yeah he fits in perfectly to this to this, cause this would very, be his style um, though totally and i mean right, let's be real right. here if these guys weren't in deja vu they probably would have been in vnc i feel like like they totally would fit the mold i think in VMC at some point, but yeah. I mean, I like they could have if if potential if it was a what if scenario, I think they would have been totally in a VMC mold. Some of these guys, but um, th- this was easily my favorite EP of the year. I mean, sorry, album of the year. Oh my god, I keep saying EP, album of the year. <laughs> um, it it was so 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 good, and it just held it to a high standard. I'm just like, so who's gonna knock it off? Okay, no one knocked it off. I guess this is it. This is it, people. Yeah. <laughs> favorite artists of the year because, I mean, multiple favorite rappers on this joint. Um, So good. Oh, God. What else was really good? Uh, The bands are... What's it? It's Pen... Uh, Writer's Glock, A Bold Crew, mm. Double Edge, Frostbites. I mean, the other um album or two albums that they put out, because I forgot they put out, like, two other albums... Um. It's just so so good, just amazing, 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 amazing stuff. They also they actually did put out an EP in October. Oh my mm-hmm. god, I have to check it out at some point. Yeah, uh, that one's really cool. Um, it's I, I don't know if you have the name of it, but a bold um, crew bootleg. It's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little EP, and it's very much if you like MF Doom, um, type of thing. Like they, they literally put Doom's his mask, mask on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> so Vion, Vion, the producer, uh, in the crew, and then in Deja Vu, he's he really got into his like MF doom type type of beats bag uh, with that one. And then they, they just, yeah, they're a perfect crew to, to kind of uh, tackle that type of hip hop. So just that oh, really yeah. cool, like, you know, sample heavy, um, not drumless or low, dr- low minimal amount of drums, uh, just straight rap track. So um, yeah, really great stuff. Amazing. It's just, I, I don't know what else to say, except it's just, it's just a gold standard at this point mm-hmm. <laughs> for me it's the, the gold standard i i don't yeah. know this is pretty much that no complaints <clears throat> just love it uh, especially if you love your like 90s influence hip-hop this is like perfect for that this album the frost on your edge is perfect for that right and then perfect. moving along 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can finish. Uh, no, I just wanted. To, I just wanted to commend you because, like, for a lot of people, this is like straight, like you know, maybe dusty old head. <laughs> really, I guess you can consider underground hip hop. Um, yeah, so I, I, don't I think, think it is very people... much underground hip hop at this point. Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people is not. You know, they're not going to be checking this one out or coming across, especially with Thirty Crew as a, a as a thing. So yeah. I really want to commend you on like you know, <laughs> really been into that stuff. So. Um, it's I love me my '90s hip hop. I, I need to listen yeah. to more '90s hip hop, but like some of my favorite hip hop songs of all time are from the '90s. So I mean, you know, they were cooking something good there, honestly. And like yeah. <laughs> taking a '90s influence, not always a bad thing. Mainstream appeal wise, not at the top of the game yet, unfortunately. But who knows? Trends come are cyclical at this point. Could make a comeback. We're going back in the Y2K for pop music, so who knows? Honestly, <laughs> right, right. Honestly, who knows? But um. Moving along to now our token female album of the year. Because, you know, I, I always try to make sure there's at least one female rapper on these lists. And I think she more... she she I don't think I would consider this album a token album. Because I think this was actually one of the better releases of the year in the hip-hop scene. That is Mirani with The Drift. Girl, she came through. She ate. <laughs> she ate. Um, I just said girl. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Um, But... Mirani, um, I, I have enjoyed her so much since first discovering her on Show Me the Money Nine. She's just a blast in a glass. Um, she, you could have argued she could have gotten close to top four that year for her competition show, but you know, alas, that didn't happen. That's reality. But hey, it worked out. Her first pro- project I know she put out was definitely more pop rap influenced, a la not completely like Nicki Minaj, but the same vein of like, okay, throwing the pop in there to get the people, you know. But this time she was just like, nah, we're going hip hop. We're, we're doing hip hop for sure. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, So just, oh God, she, she, this is great. I was like so shook too. I was like, damn, she really was cooking. She was cooking <laughs> some good shit. Oh God. Uh, Let's see here. What's a good song? Uh, Bad Boy with Big Naughty. So great. Again, she it, it, that's great. Uh, One, two, three, go shoot. I That was probably my personal favorite with uh, Blase, Ray, Ami. So good. Uh, she actually does have a song with PH1. Not too bad, Asphalt. Uh, let's see here. Candy, I like Candy. Uh, oh yeah, she also has one with Suman. I hate you. Great. Just she got she got a good list of people as features, I think. And um, she just killed it. And definitely, definitely developed more from the went away from the pop. Not uh, not I don't know how far away, but definitely wasn't as pop as her first release but yeah this was great to see her grow it's definitely different from what she released in the very very beginning because i remember some of her first releases before show me the money were very like hyper rap pop kind of sound and this is mm-hmm. not as much that um which is i i, I think it's growth though it's good growth for her uh, i can't wait to see what she does in the future but i was impressed because i was not expecting this to be as good as it was i always enjoyed her yeah. but i like i wouldn't say she was like I don't know if many people would have considered to be like the echelon of echelons in terms of like, like in terms of music production and stuff. But this was like, oh, okay, I see you trying to be serious now. Okay. And it's paid off. I like it a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's really great album was one of like same thing with, for me really blew away my head. I didn't have, I, I didn't have low expectations, but I didn't really expect much when I started the album and mm-hmm. Yeah, as it went on, it was just like, wow, this is crazy. And um, she definitely mentioned, I, I remember, um, in one of those collab uh, Spotify things, I think it was, um, and she she was 
very much in the stage of her career where she's experimenting um, with different sounds. And you can definitely see that throughout this whole album because each song is kind of like a very different genre of hip hop or R&B, um, electronic, uh, from ranging from electronic stuff to just straight hip hop trap stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, really great stuff. Um, one, two, three, go shoot was my very like one of my favorite tracks. Um, I really liked Make You Mine, uh, which is kind of like a hyper poppy, um, I don't know, maybe Jersey Club type type track. Yeah. Um, and the last two are very much kind of almost R and B singing tracks. Um, but yeah, shout out to Marani. She yeah, she's definitely grown a lot. Um, really, really did her best to capitalize on the popularity of her on show me the money and which is a fair at this point (laughs) right right so it's so it's really cool because you see a lot of artists that you know gain popularity right after vv or right right after show me the money and you know let alone uh, one of the biggest songs of all time in in hip-hop korean hip-hop vvs um and they maybe capitalize on it right after but then kind of peter out and you don't really hear from them anymore um, but she's definitely staying on top of it, evolving and and and, and um, still working on her st- self as an artist. Um, she signed to At Area, which is Groovy Room's uh, sub label under Higher Music. That's right. And, yes. You know, yeah. So she, yeah. So she yeah blow, blew me away with this one. Uh, one of my most unexpected like uh, album of the year shortlist um, selections. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Especially I think for a K-pop. Um, audience i think it's definitely accessible to that but uh, oh yeah maintains a really great hip-hop uh r&b sound oh yeah and then uh the next one (laughs) i can't help whenever i see his name i'm just like like, oh my god there's no way that anyone who's not asian can use this as a name (laughs) i'm just like (laughs) i'm just like oh my god I, i i'll be honest i have not listened to this album i have heard a few of his songs in the past though so i'll let you take this one away kami but like Every time I see his name, I'm just like, <laughs> it's like it's like when Lotto originally went by um, starts with the Korean word for water and then Lotto. Yeah. I'll live it at that. I don't yeah. know if I'm yeah. allowed to say it, so just in case I'm not. Apparently, you know, an yeah. old uh, term of the past. We'll leave it at that. And then she changed it to be more mainstream and palpable, and it all worked out in the end, I guess, for her. But it, it's similar to that kind of vein. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, his name is uh, Young John. This is his name. <laughs> I can't. Um, I'm just like, oh is, my god. <laughs> you know, I, I, that was always a so hang up on me. On for me, I was also since I've known him, I, like I, it's always something to make fun of. But uh, I've kind of come around to, it, I guess. But it's just, yeah, it's a silly name. Uh, the young, the young is spelled like Y O N Y O N G E. Uh, which is a street in Toronto, like one of the main big streets in uh, Toronto. Oh, is that where he's from? Uh, he's not from there. He's from he's Korean, but he okay. very much like a lot of Korean rappers um, went to, I guess, kind of study abroad in, in Toronto. Gotcha. Um, and that's kind of where he developed his love for hip hop and, 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 and stuff like that, too, and became a rapper. I mean, um, if Drake was able to come from there... You know what? What else is possible? I guess. Honestly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's a lot of artists like uh, Don Mills. Don Mills is another one. His Don Mills is actually a, a I think a neighborhood in Toronto. Um. So that's where his name comes from. Uh. Debo, oh, like a Paul. Um, was it Paul? What is, what is his name? Paul Blanco came from. Toronto. Paul. Yeah. Paul I think, Blanco. I, came from, I think is, is actually from from Canada though. 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he definitely grew up there. But um, yeah, yeah. So a lot of Korean, it's a, a lot of Korean hip hop artists kind of got their basically their love for hip hop in in that city. So he's that's where he shows his love for that. Um, John Dissog obviously I think is his way of uh, I don't know saying he's an Asian rapper some for some <laughs> weird way. <laughs> I haven't been I've been trying to find like a specific answer. From like him. you say that, like, and then the title of his album is Crossbreed. So like I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's Crossbreed. <laughs> so, We're just really um, digging into all the God. I just I can't. It's just but, so silly to me. But yeah, I'm just it's, like it's I can't silly. touch up with a ten foot pole. So yeah, but it, but as like I said, in terms of him as a rapper, I think he's one of the the best to come out of like the the last few years. Um. He used to be on a label with um, the guy that won Show Me the Money. Uh, he's like a speed rapper. I, I can't remember his name now. Um, but that label dis- devolved, dissolved, and he's just been, you know, hit the ground running since he left that label. And, um, yeah, one of my favorite rappers. Uh, really kind of intense, uh, old school, like, uh, boom bap type stuff. Um, he did release a really great EP with uh, rapper HS. Um mm. That's all kind of drumless and then like you know sample heavy boom bap stuff, uh, and this one is his uh, first solo album I think. Um, he released it near the end of the year in December. Uh, all the tracks are produced by Freddie Casso, another VMC alum. That's just oh yeah, yeah. He was, Freddie Casco's yeah. Freddie Casso Casso Freddie Casco. He's Cusso. Freddie's yeah. fantastic. Freddie's fantastic. Yeah, insane insane work ethic. He's put out like I said I, I mentioned earlier, but he's produced a bunch of stuff this year. Um, and this is one of the projects he did. Uh, just really cool. I think this, like, uh, the reason I mentioned and explained the young thing with Toronto is this This album is very much his story of him um, going from Korea to Toronto and then kind of his time in Toronto. Um, he actually gets into, you know, stuff like him getting locked up and just doing stuff in the streets and doing bad, <laughs> bad things and then kind of uh, use finding hip hop to kind of save him and uh, even talking about girls he met and stuff like that. Um, And then I think uh, the crossbreed aspect, I think is that um, him reconciling his two identities as a Korean and also as um, his identity that he, he built uh, loving hip hop in, in uh, North America. So Mm -hmm. um, I want to say that it kind of culminates into the last trip. So it's kind of a concept album in in that sense, but uh, really Really dope stuff. I, I really love his style. Like I said, really hard. Uh, if you like maybe like Diesel or um, uh, that, like that, those type of rappers. Um, oh yeah, I, I love Diesel. Think of any so. parallels? Yeah, maybe like Ghostface Killer. Oh um, yeah. If you're into that style, like kind of heavy in your face, um, but really over like mellow beats. So uh, really good stuff. Uh, definitely, like I said, yeah, he's one of my favorite rappers that I've been checking out, and I always look forward to what he's gonna do next. So. He had a great year. Yay. And then um, I, I do want to bring up, though, this is, I think this is his second solo album, because he had, his first album, I think, was a collab, and then his sec- his first solo album. You know what title of that is? <laughs> uh, the t- title of that was Yellow Fever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have that song. Yeah. I can't. He's, like, really, like, I'm going to exploit that. this to my <laughs> advantage so much. And I'm like, yeah. damn, son. <laughs> And I think he he I does. <laughs> I think he he leans on that heavily. I think because in the album he definitely speaks on like the aspect of 
um his race and and, and which is fair asian into hip-hop yeah and then like maybe like um the quote-unquote challenges of of that and then and obviously a lot of korean rappers that come to north america uh experience some form of racism uh which is shocker <laughs> yeah shocker but also it's kind of a it's a, it's a give and take because they're also doing hip-hop which is a, obviously a um, black art form that was created and and you know born in the united states off the streets um, so of Bronx, making yeah making a career off of that so it's a definitely an interesting dynamic but i think it's or the brooklyn it's a cool way to show his uh, uh that's a definitely like a contested thing too <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, it's like either Bronx um, or brooklyn i don't know it's what yeah, right. what are the boroughs of new york city Right, right, right. That's not yeah, Queens I, I or Staten I, Island or Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he he does a, a a pretty good. Even though his maybe his uh, presentation is a little crass, I think he yeah. does a good job of uh, maybe reconciling those those issues and uh, you know expressing himself in his art. So no, yeah, I, I I should check out more of his stuff though. And all and all all the jokes aside, and all the like, oh my god, you are toeing the line, bro, but. <laughs> He's smart in a way. It's quite clever. Um, yeah. Honestly. And then uh, as a final one, I kind of threw on here because I, I realized, oh, shoot, I forgot to put it on here earlier. But um, Untel's Animal, his album Animal, um, Untel, I really loved his stuff last year or, um, sorry, in 2022, because I keep saying last year, but it's last year's uh. technically 2023. So it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Untel is such a fun time to listen to, to watch. He creates, he just puts out some of the most unique stuff. Um in, in my opinion, compared to other rappers. And he is just, oh, so talented. He's just so talented, uh, in my opinion. Uh, he actually, he's the only feature with Kuni Panda is great. Mr. Lucid Dream, uh, Camel Mirror, uh, Ugly Animal, Lazy Hippo. Like, just, this is a great, this is a great album. Uh, he, he's fantastic. I actually like the design of the album, too. It's really cool. Um, very art, very um indie artsy, but yet you know he's he's not an indie guy. He's he's a rapper, but <laughs> uh, he's just a fun talent. So I just wanted to highlight him because he he's great. Yeah, uh, I I enjoyed it. It came out pretty uh late in the year. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, Untel is always great. It feels like every project he puts out, he he kind of levels up in terms of his skill and like um he's very creative and and conceptual so uh this one's no different um he does a lot of different stuff on this album too like drum and bass tracks oh yeah um he's knowing kind of known for doing the experimental electronic stuff but he definitely gets in a bunch of different areas on this one so uh i definitely recommend it too if you're into you know maybe you're not the biggest hip-hop person but you're you you like the different stuff the experimental you know more unique stuff he's definitely up your alley oh yeah he's great for that um 